do this. She fell in love with the bad guy, but she loves my intentions. Nothing feels better than the moment we're sinning, no. Nothing feels better than the moment we're kissing. I'll say I'll love her for forever in the morning, forget her. She was raised under money, growing up she couldn't see the poor. Save my number and her phone under me or more. Look me in my eyes and ask what I need her for. So in this game of life, she just might keep a score. And darkness is clouding my judgment. Marijuana clouds, cause the loud is so pungent. But me, I haven't touched a drug since that trade of white. I live my life before the fight like I'm Dana White. The block is hot like that boy band with Nick Lachey. Hold my heart in your hands like a Fabergé. Precious. He was young, dumb, and reckless. Living like the devil couldn't catch us. Welcome back if you are a fellow a loyal supporter and if this is your first time then welcome to the YSO podcast podcast by the youth for the youth giving a voice to the youth and being the voice of the youth you dig that um you already know what it is thank you for coming back and uh, being with us yet another Thursday if you are returning you know what I'm saying um and uh you know quick intros of course as you know I am your boy Emmanuel Lyons also known as Saint Even yeah, 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 yeah. And as you can see, you know what I mean? If you are one of our followers and supporters, then you see we are down one right now. Um, we want to uh send what? I'm, I'm looking at I'm looking at the thing that's this one. Thinking, yeah, yeah, I thought that was Ashton. I was like, no, oh, she's no, not even But to refer to exactly what my cousin just said, we are down Ashton this week. Um, she was just feeling under the weather. She don't have um, COVID, y'all. Nah, yeah, yeah, yeah. no, COVID. no COVID, but just you know what I mean. You know, she's hardworking. You know what I mean. Been in exhaustion. You know, maybe some other non-COVID related symptoms. But she wanted to, uh, you know, what I mean, get herself physically right first and foremost. So you know, she's tucked away at home, um, and she lives far from our studio. So it would have been a lot for her to come out. So you know what I mean. We want to send a, you know, a quick prayer out. If you're watching, uh, you know, keep her in your prayers for health, um, both physical and mental. And um, yeah, so that's why we down um, our resident youthful woman, but it's all good because, you know, we still here to give you that real talk. And if you've seen any of our promo or advertisements, then you know what we're talking about. But if you haven't, this week, we talking goals, you know what I'm saying? We talking not goals. No, 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 not relationship goals. We just came out that relationship series, but we we talking life goals, you know what I mean? And um, real quick, before we even dive in, to uh, the questions and, and get into the nitty and the gritty of things. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, just a real quick, um, this is going to be a very interactive episode. I mean, we always interactive reading the comments and the questions and whatnot, but we literally have something on the agenda where we need y'all participation. So, you know, we're not there yet, but just letting y'all know 
be ready to lend your voice, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Lend your thoughts and opinions and towards that, you know, share the stream, get your homies and, and your homettes into the stream so that they can also, you know what I mean, get a thoughts. But we gonna jump right into it. Y'all ready? All right, so uh <laughs> um now the first question is real simple and it's so simple. I'ma uh kick it off, you know, with the answer. And it's basically what are your long-term professional goals? In other words, what do you want to do with your life? You know what I mean? And I'm gonna kick it off and answer you real quick because this one is so cut and dry to the point. Um, my life uh, and art, my life and heart belongs to art. Um, uh, I want to be an entertainer, um, but I don't use that word as the profession because I have three specific things that I want to do, and that's rap, act, and write. Um, and uh, there are other things that I want to do, you know, like I, I'd love to direct, I'd love to executive produce, I'd love to XYZ, but when it comes down to where my heart lies, it's in my rapping, it's in my acting, it's in my writing, and I will not choose, and I will not lose. Um, or, you know, as you can see, one of those is on tuck at all times. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's that's what I'm dedicating my life to. That's what I want to be when I grow up, as the kids say. Um, to put it quite simply, I, uh, I always had the dreams of being a professional athlete, but as I got older and I saw the politics and um, my height, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I, but I still have love for sports and for the game of basketball specifically. So um, my aspirations are to be a coach at the highest level the game can take me, whether it's professionally, collegiately, whatever. Um, I think that. Um, I have the confidence within myself to know that I have a, a, a pretty decent or smart basketball mind to be able to coach with the best. So I, um, but yeah, that, those are my aspirations in life. I want to, I just want to coach basketball. I don't want to teach though, because you <laughs> Kids know, are disgusting. if, if I could coach and not teach, and the reason I brought up teaching is because in the state of Georgia, in order to be a, a high uh, head coach, you have to be a certified teacher in the public school system. Mm. Be so, a head coach. Yeah, to be a head coach. I would say some mm. assistant coaches would retire. Like they would <laughs> yeah. just show up and coach. And I'm just like, so yeah, just that's like, those are my aspirations. I could definitely see like just from having to run a production every Sunday, doing like some executive producing, like as a hobby maybe. Mm. But um, yeah, but my passion lies within sports. I, maybe I'll just have Drew fun my life. More than likely, that's probably. Was <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I'll be security. I am. Um, <laughs> more than likely. <laughs> that's uh, crazy. What's the specific question again? What so are your you, you, professional you, goals? Yeah, what I want to do with my life. Um, I want to be an audio engineer and. Um, Doing that, I get to work with a lot of different fields. Anything that pertains to sound um, as a medium, meaning it's accompanied by something, more than likely like a visual, whether it be video games, movies, commercials, or infomercials, or ads, or whatever it may be. The audio, if you hear it coming out of a speaker and it's not something that you're in your basement making, it passed through an audio engineer. 
and even those passed through an audio media. So that's what I want to do with my life, and um, hopefully it can take me from music. I want to start with music and then go from music into film, from film into possibly gaming, hopefully animation after that. Like That's the, the route that I want to take, but yeah, that's what I want to do with my life. Auntie, what you want to be when you grow up? <laughs> you ain't got no goals? I ain't got no goals that you that you've accomplished and then made a new one. Like, you know, you've achieved it and then like DR, like for example, he's he's old, but he made new goals after he won the Super Bowl. Same oh, thing. I was about to say, this, you got to specify your Dion's. Goal. Yeah, Dion, you know, he was Dion like, he got to the point where, you know, after he retired, he realized he was like, he doesn't know what to do anymore because all of his drive and focus was to winning a Super Bowl yeah. ring, and he won three. So, you know, he didn't know what it was, and now he has, you know, coaching goals. Yeah, a lot of pro athletes have to do that after retirement. It's like Mike Tyson. Yeah, Kobe is doing it. Yeah, um, they have to find their, and so many of them go into either coaching or analysis um, because they're just so adjacent. It keeps them close to the game or whatever the case. Yeah, what Johnny Junior might die. Yeah, it's gonna be yeah, sick for him. For, uh, just referring to the Mike Tyson boy, Joe, boy Joe, boy Jones Junior. Yeah, and he sounds scared too. Like from what I've heard, he like in his interviews, he'd just be like, I mean it's Mike. Like he says that a lot. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sounds like he knows what he's up for. He should be. But he I he thinks he does, but he doesn't. <laughs> like he thinks that he's prepared for this. I don't think I could train for you you give me any amount of time. To, give me six years and I'm not beating it. I'm not I wouldn't even Mike step Tyson. in the ring. Not yet. I could, probably wouldn't even want to be in a room with him. He was 15 and I was grown in now. Like, I'd be scared. I was I watching, watch I remember watching highlights. Burner on my hips, so scared. <laughs> <laughs> like, that man might be I remember highlights. His fights were like six weeks apart. Not yet. Like, he had four or five fights in the same year. Yeah, when he was young, he was not like taking long training. I'm like, yo. Because for him, that's knocking people out in the yeah, first round. He didn't have to train. And he wasn't also, wasn't as much learning his opponent. You know, a lot of. The game's so advanced now, you can go in and master the perfect game plan for the man you are facing. Mike was like, I'm going to make myself into a machine that no man can stand in front of and defeat. And that's the game. <laughs> um, I don't know how this became a Mike Tyson appreciation, <laughs> but shout out Tyson, even though he's made his mistakes in his past. Uh, but you know, God forgives. You know, amen. All right, so the next question, you know what I mean? is how do you personally work to achieve your goals? Act in an active manner. Oh, at, like at this point. So you know, like, how do I? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. not, not asking for you to like advise, okay. asking how you personally do it. Okay, so this past summer, well, yeah, because I mean, I don't consider it summer. I consider it the fact that it just kind of was layaway from the fact that we were shut down, so. So you're talking about the summer that we're in? Yeah. It's not over yet. Yeah, but still. It's, it's hot outside. Yeah. True. You know, but that's Georgia. And all the kids are not back in school. True. When, the, when do they go back to Next week? Them? They go back next week. Does my school go back the week after? Well, we my, my alma mater. We go back. I'm not in school anymore. <laughs> I, we either go back that week or the week after. I think y'all go back 
December 17th yeah. or something like that. Yeah, something like that. Right. Sound, sound right. <laughs> <laughs> I never know until the day. I've never, <laughs> oh, as a student, I never knew. So the fact that I know is kind of wild. Yeah, I only, <laughs> I only know the day before because I have so many friends like talking that I talk to them like, oh yeah, they say something about tomorrow. I'm like, wait, what's happening tomorrow? <laughs> Some be having no idea when to arrive. Oh, it's here. Okay. But yeah, actively this past couple of months, I put in a lot of um work and it really Rome really threw a wrench in my stuff because I was saving up a lot of money for, you know, to open up my home studio and I'm at the point where I can open it now. Um I haven't like started having people come through, but a couple of my friends have came through just to, you know, do some stuff, but um, I haven't um, opened up shop yet, but I'm, you know, doing that. I'm working with people in my area. A lot of my friends rap and make music, and they're really good. So gives me something off. Definitely. Um, well, technically, it's the South, but yeah, <laughs> because it's funny. There's like a I saw. I remember. I, I remember a long time. I don't. I remember a long time ago. I saw a picture with a border on it like with the red with the red line drawn on it, it was like this is the north it went over snail go and logo so i was like like we're down here there's the hump over it and i'm just like okay so there we're excluded i'm disrespectful like and somebody from lawrenceville made it so that's why i was like okay so yeah exactly. like northwood is definitely not that's Yeehaw! <laughs> yeah. It's like the complete opposite of supplement. 100% percent white. Yeah. Oh. So, sorry. For me, um, I've been I've been coaching ever since I've been out. Actually, I've been coaching since I was in I was an undergrad assistant at Piedmont for two years, and then uh, right after post graduation, I moved into the high school ranks. Uh, girls coach at, in college, boys coach in high in at the high school level. You got a ring, don't you? <clears throat> I do have a ring. Well, okay. Shouts out to uh, rings. Twenty fifteen. Yep, twenty sixteen. Success. USA South Conference Championship. I'm immortalized. But anyway, <laughs> rafters, banners. <laughs> but anyway, um, and we won a region championship high school first first time ever at Dustin High School. First, oh, first uh, Elite Eight that. run too, and then we went back to Elite Eight the following year. And then, um, so yeah, I've been coaching ever since 20, 2015. Um, so for me, it's just about, I guess, building connections mm-hmm. and then trying to get into some places where I can be groomed to be a head coach. Um, I, I, I realized like right out of college is, it's not what you know, it's who you know. Oh, yeah. So that's why I feel like that's every industry. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. So I try to network and make as many connections as I can. That way, you know, if I have to lean on somebody like, hey, do you guys have any spots open? Because that's really what's what's going on now. I'm just waiting to see if there's any positions open. But of course, we're gonna have to rotation. Right. And um, these kids not going back to school. Well, some might. What was physically? Just stay. Sadly, it's yes, possible. Yeah. Being that my major is music, a lot of my classes aren't offered. Yeah, you got it. Yeah, same. It would have been the same for me, but we got out of there in the nick of time. All I know is I I already didn't <laughs> like people getting too close to me just because I don't I don't know I have this thing with being touched unnecessarily. Like if if you don't have to do it, <laughs> don't, touch me. don't touch me. Yeah, and like people would like laugh. 
Oh, and shoulder, yeah, or, get this or side side. Arm. I, I, I just, I'm tense up every time because when it's like, wow, it was like, I used to hate when I, when I would be in the hallways, right, and it's so much space on either side of me, and people would like type up, like, you know how like they just, just barely miss you, yeah. and you gotta like, adjust your body, so you don't bump, that. I'm about to start bumping people, I, I stopped, be like, last year I Yo. stopped getting out of the way, for people. well, specifically, people. we're not <laughs> um, and I had a lot of collisions. Oh, the YTs. Yeah, <laughs> because because of it. So yeah, I feel you. That's wild, like, bro, get out the way. Like, and it's like you know what I don't like. I'm I, I'm very attentive. So I look at my phone, but I always take two steps and look back up. Like always. That's just I don't know why it's too, but that's just the innate thing that my body tells me to do. Mm. And I'll be looking down, and I'll look up. I'll see somebody looking directly at me, walking towards me. Like, and I'm just like, so in your head, you're like, okay, I'm going to bump into him so I can be like, watch where you're going. Like, bro, <laughs> you see hey, me looking down, bro. Hey, you could have avoided it. Exactly. Yeah. Like, I, when I see people looking down, I get out of their way. Because I know they're not going to, in, just in case if they don't look up in time enough. You know, this, people will dead like be looking me in my eyes, and I'm and still walk, yeah, still walking towards me, like not even got out the way yet. And I'm just like, are you gonna move? Nah, I don't really feel yeah. like it. Um, y'all um started to really tap into this, so we gonna just slide into the next question. I know I, I'm a, I'm gonna let y'all know that right after my answer, we because I'm about to do it all kind of at once in the way y'all did. Y'all started to tap into it, but it was. How has COVID-19 affected your short and long-term goals? And how do you plan to work to achieve them around, um, you know, COVID-19 or whatever? You guys started to tap into that a bit, but really like with a COVID lens, I guess. Um, for me, how I actively achieve my goals um, is kind of different than I guess. Um, it's similar in the vein of, you know, because, you know, Andrews is music, you know, that's not, I guess, what they would call a traditional career. We're trying to abolish that term because what does it mean? But we know what it means when we say it. Yeah. Um, you know, for me, for me, a lot of my work is in creation um, and not letting uh, COVID or anything really stop my process of creation. Um, because for a lot of my uh, fields, it's a matter of, you know, right place, right time, right opportunity. Yep. Um, you know, in acting, if there's no role for me to get, then I, there's no role for me to get. And if I don't know of the role, if I'm not in the room or if I don't know the submission, you know, I mean, I'm out of the game um, with music. You know, of course, you, you can make music to the cows come on, but the people got to galvanize. You got to, you know, I mean, get the support, yada, yada, yada. And we're writing. It's a, the same thing. So for me, it's kind of a combination of y'all's in a way because it's consistently creating, um, staying inspired um creating what i consider a high quality art this year alone i've um wrote a one-man show um that is semi-autobiographical rona kind of threw a wrench in the process of that because i was going to have readings and demo performances but then we was on quarantine and no social di uh, social distancing no large crowds so we um readjusting for and retargeting for next year to be able to have those readings and stuff, but I mean, it's done. And, and for me, it's just a matter of going back and making sure it's still a true representation of, you know, great art in my eyes and the story I want to tell. 
Um, I'm working on music literally after this. We're going, you know, back to the South Oakland to cook up some more. Um, to the studio. Yeah, you know, I've been really just making sure I stay sharp. You know, I auditioned for things at the end of um, my senior year. A lot of those opportunities fell and don't exist anymore due to Corona. But regardless, you know, I mean, it's keeping all of my tools sharp, but it's also trying to build my networking. And I'm really bad at networking. Um, I'm bad at uh, I'm bad at all social interaction that involves like a layer of like newness. I don't like new people. I don't like new environments. I don't like situations of unsurety. And so for me, networking is really difficult because I also hate like fostering almost like fake connection like i'm just not that type of person yeah. and so if i see you're in a position um whether you're my peer and we're on the same level or if i you know you're ahead of me or whatever and i want to foster a symbiotic business relationship i feel like the most organic way for me to do that like in my brain is to walk up to them and be like let us form a symbiotic business relationship but that's not how the world works you got to network and a genuine way or whatever so i've been trying to work on expanding my networking ability and then expanding my network um when that comes to every field actors casting directors directors writers um music directors um you know other fellow uh, i said writers um just fellow creatives and artists um and rona's kind of threw a wrench in that too because what's not known is that in the entertainment business the most connections are made in the room. Yeah. Um, and that just applies for all three of those fields. Um, being in the room and being there in person, um, as simple as something as going to see a professional show and then you know finding the stage manager and asking the stage manager, you know, introducing yourself. Or if it's a show where the director or the music director and all of that are there introducing yourself to them. It's as simple as that, or it can be as complex as other different types of opportunities. But um, without that part of it as well, it's been difficult to try and work on expanding my network. I was very conscientious of it at that in my last semester. Um, and so I'm trying to just keep those, keep the momentum going um, with those things. And I'll be honest and say that in both regards, I lost a lot of momentum when Rona first started. Um, and then, well not first started, when the quarantine first started, and then I kind of went into a rut, actually, from like April to June, where I wasn't really wanting to make anything um, when it came to at least that was non-music related. I made a lot of songs, um, but I felt like I was almost forcing myself to get all of whatever I had out in songs when I had other methods. I had poems or pieces or, you know, shows or whatever, um, but I wasn't fostering those things. So I'm trying to get back on track. Um, and I'm trying to use the momentum that I've built with music because I feel like I've been making the best music of my life in this year to um, kind of segue that into my acting and my writing and making sure that, you know, I'm still growing in all of those areas, regardless of the world state. Did this shirt break my muscles a little bit? Nah. But, um, <laughs> what? Hmm? What'd you say? <laughs> That was <laughs> <laughs> um, just to piggyback. Uh, so for me, I was kind of just playing a waiting game to see if there were going to be openings at any of the schools because, you know, and when it comes to coaching, if 
it, like if say I know a head coach, if he needs some assistance, um, he goes to his principal and says, hey, I have this guy that we could hire as an assistant and he can teach this, that, and the third. But if there's no openings for teachings, then there's no job to be had. Of course, mm-hmm. I can still coach and be a community coach, but I think it's, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's better to be in the school. That way um, you can there's, see your face. Yeah, and there's a lot more, you have a lot more freedoms if you work in the school like access to the gym and things such as that. So for me, it's just kind of playing a waiting game to see, you know, whether or not there's going to be openings. And with the whole uh, coronavirus happening is, I mean, I I think that um, there probably won't be because they're teaching from home. Well, to start out, I think Gwinnett is teaching from any, whatever county that Lakeside is in, I think they're doing that. Yeah, no. They're doing uh, virtual learning. So, um, yeah, I think it's just kind of a waiting game maybe next semester. So right now it's just, you know, doing what you have to do so you can do what you want to do for me. Makes sense. This is a new question, isn't it? Yes. This is? It is how has COVID affected affected? Yes. So, yeah. and to be honest with you, COVID actually benefited me for for a good minute. Even though I argued with my mother about it a lot, I was pulling up to the, a lot of people's houses and recording them, um, and um, doing that. You don't need to be busy. <laughs> Sorry, I love you, mom. Doing that, um, <laughs> I was able to, you know, build. More, I don't want to say friendships because they're already my friends to begin with. But music, um, yeah, I would say um, because I, I just kind of thought about it. What I, I never really thought what I was doing was networking because yeah, because it's people I know. Mm-hmm. Like usually, when when you say networking, that involves having to meet new people with yeah. connections. Like that's what I always thought networking. Us. But technically, I, I mean, I am yeah. doing that because I'm working with people who are just in my community. Yeah. And it's um, a brand of changing or adding a layer of a relationship. Okay. So, so yeah, that, that is a form of networking, taking a platonic or whatever it was and adding the element of. Okay. So, yes, yeah. I have multiple, multiple relationships that I've already established where people know I either make beats or, like, you know, I record and stuff like that. And, um, now, um, you know, I'm getting busier and busier, and uh, soon I'm gonna just be like, "Yo, can I relax, please?" Mm-hmm. That's the goal. Hopefully, yes. Yeah, I mean, it is the goal, but I do want to be able to get to a point where I can work in a studio instead of yeah, because that's all fine and dandy, but just in the short couple of days that I've been doing it, I realized, oh yeah, this would be frequent. So yeah. like, you know, this is my house. Like, <laughs> I live here. And um, I kind of just don't want people just in my space. Yeah, matter of safety. Yeah, safety and, you know, a lot of- Cause I got it on me. <laughs> but yeah, we, you know, we ain't worried about it, man. I got it on me.
think the only reason, the only reason she's gonna be over, she's gonna deal with it is because I'm gonna be making money off of it. So, but yeah, that's uh, it. If it, it, it did, um, I would say it did. Like at the time that the shutdown happened, that did kind of throw a wrench in my plans because I was going to do my entire mixtape at my school because they have a studio. I was mm -hmm. going to record it there because it has a booth. You know, the booth would sound better than what I have at my house. Mm -hmm. I was in the closet at the time. Um, I'm not in the closet. I was in a closet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just making that. <laughs> Yo. That's funny. I'm just saying. Just saying. Just saying. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Yo, that's yeah. hilarious. Um, aside from not being able to go outside, like I just don't like being at home. That was pretty much it. I, I, I. Not in the. Um. Now the 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 next the next point kind of takes us from a place of. Just looking at everything from the you know work 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 standpoint, really being more all encompassing in life. And it's do you believe that it's important to balance your personal personal and professional goals? And if so, how do you do that personally? In, in other words, a, a term that is often used is home life or work life balance or work home balance, something like that. Yeah. Um, being able to, I guess, delineate separation and balance between how you're what you're trying to achieve in your life and what you're trying to achieve as a person um personally most of my goals are kind of intertwined so like a personal goal for me is to be married um but and a professional goal for me is to own my own entertainment company um but if i want to get married i'm gonna need money so I'm gonna have to work towards. You don't have to be married. You don't have to have money. You do. Yeah, want yeah. That. I, there's plenty of broke niggas married. Yeah, but I'm not about to be one of them. <laughs> there's plenty of people yeah. down bad, and you are. And you're not lying. <laughs> you just go to the courthouse and it's that. It's yeah. just like you know, send everybody about the kids. I'm not doing that. Um, I'm very, I very well want to be able to. Afford. I want to be able to afford a divorce. I'm not gonna get one. I want to be able to afford one. Look, look, just hear me out. Just hear me out. I don't want to just hear me out. I'm not. No, it's not that. She's not because she's not going nowhere. We in this till the end. I just want to be able to have have enough money to afford a divorce. That's the level. That's how much. That's how good you want to be. That if you had to get divorced on Tuesday, you'd be fine on Wednesday. Afford a divorce. That's what I mean. Divorce is expensive. A divorce. That's all I mean. The lawyer. If I had enough money to be able to afford afford it, then I feel like I have the right amount of love. That's all I mean. Okay. So wait, you want to jump based on my divorce or like? No, I don't. I don't want any type of divorce. Y'all hear the divorce and y'all hear that. No, I, I, I hear you. No, I'm saying it's not giving you a for 25 Bs or whatever. I'll be able to pay for a person. That's, 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 that's more than affording a divorce. That's affording a work. That man can buy 
at all. <laughs> all I know is I'm gonna be rich. So <laughs> the happen I get the moment I get the moment I feel like I can buy a house twice. He I'm said, like, Are you getting up shoes? Am I getting who? Nah. I I would prefer that you say that over being able to afford a divorce because even though you don't this want a one, that's this this I felt like no, everybody me, would get what I meant. Can I, can I speak? <laughs> Go ahead. Even though it's not, you're saying that's not what you want, but you have to be careful what you put in the atmosphere with your words. So when you say that, it may not be what you want, but you can afford so many other things that you could relate to. Yeah, but a that's lot of not, things aren't as expensive as divorce. That's what I was trying to say. Depends. It really does. That's what I, the most I just thought everybody knew that divorce was expensive. Because that's all I know about it. I don't it know is. Get it right the first time. Except for you know, the average person's cat, it's a lot of heartache. But it's as expensive as what you have. If you don't have no money, you know what you have. You ain't got no split. I literally, I literally know a couple who just got divorced. He's broke, and that divorce broke him into broke. He's down bad. He had to move back to the slummy slums after that one. So divorce can destroy a broke man's pockets. Uh, it just depends on how good the lawyers are across from the table. Uh, well, apparently his was trash. No, of course, yeah. Probably has somebody to do What's with the question? <laughs> I don't even think we got into it. Oh, yeah, we do. Do you believe? Yeah, we're like, yeah, so he was saying that a lot of his personal and professional goals are in the Right? Oh. Yeah. Go ahead. So it was the, what was, what was it? He was saying you yeah, want to entertain your company, you want marriage. So, yeah, basically. Um, keeping them separate in my mind is it hard because I I think of it in the sense of I to get one of them I'm gonna need to do this mm. so I'll do that and then focus on other stuff. Okay, so I bounce yeah. back and forth. But yeah, for for me personally, I do think it's uh, important to balance the professional and personal because like you you see a lot of people in like higher uh law enforcement like fbi cia things such as that like they get divorced because they're married to their job mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. like their families or their wives or husbands lead them you because kind of have to be that that's what i'm saying that's what i'm saying so it's america you got to be yeah <laughs> so but more than so, mcdonald's yeah me personally um, i think it'll be easy not to bring the work home because well, at the end of the day it's just a game mm -hmm. Talking about this word of basketball, um, yeah. I used to be a sore. <laughs> I used to be a sore loser, but I've gotten better with age. But yes, I do think it's 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 um, it's important to balance both because at the end of the day, really, all you have is your family. I mean, the ball will stop bouncing one day, you'll stop coaching one day, you'll stop playing one day, but your family will always be there. That's what you do it for. It's word until they die. But it's a and the only reason why I want a lot of money is so I can have fun times with my family. Like, I want a big family. We got different reasons for wanting money. <laughs> 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 no, um, I definitely, you know, concur. It's very important um, to, to strike that balance. For me, um, it's, it's, I'm not going to lie, it's difficult for me to separate them. Mm. Um, just I don't want to say this is just for me because a lot of my peers and friends 
and you see it so often with celebrities that are creatives. Um, our art form is so much of us that we sometimes don't have much of us left when we're done. Um, not even done that saying retired, but like, you know, uh, the level of not just time, you know, dedication, but just mental, emotional, spiritual dedication it takes to be great at some of these crafts. And it takes not to put down any other craft. It takes a massive amount of dedication to be great at anything. But when you're doing something that is intrinsically internal, like acting, like music, like writing, like all of these creative things, um, every, every time you're stepping in, you're bringing in so much of yourself. Um, and that really, I mean, if you're doing it well, and that has nothing to do with the particular method you use. No, it doesn't matter if you subscribe to Meyerhold or if you study Uta Hagen like I did, or if you're a Straussburg, Say like again. Uta Hagen, she's a woman. Um, if you're into the theater. Her last name Uta? Yes. Okay, so I thought it was just one, one oh. word. Her first name's Uta, last name Hagen. Um, okay, makes sense. Uta Hagen. <laughs> <laughs> um, but regardless of like the method you use, if you're, if you're really putting in that level of dedication, um, and then if you're someone like me who is very honest and vulnerable in his art more than more so in that space than I am in any other space in my life um, and really bearing a lot of themselves in their soul, it's hard to then separate the two. Um, a great example I can use is with my show, it's semi-autobiographical. So there's parts of it that are very much directly me speaking as me and then there are parts of it that are just a, lives of these characters or you know and their stories um and because it's a show that i wrote and then have to act in it's very difficult for me to delineate and separate yeah. those minds and those hats and i feel like that example is exactly how i am with my professional personal life and goals um because my personal growth directly will feed into my professional growth and i feel like vice versa because of the you know, professional life that I want to have. Mm -hmm. um, and so it's hard. Uh, I'm not going to lie. Even before I'm not established at any of these things, nobody knows who I am. Um, and it's already difficult. And I believe it only gets more difficult the bigger you become. So I really would like to Definitely. make sure that I solidify my foundation. And that's something that I've been working towards. One way has been defining personal growth and goals for myself that are completely separate. Um, because a lot of them have their ways of bleeding, you know, together and intertwining, like you said. And so I've been trying to be very specific in identifying personal goals that have nothing to do with like my professional life. But it's very difficult. Um, they're few and far between. I, an example, I, an example of how I like missed the mark, and then an example of how I've been doing it. An example of how I missed the mark was I was like, okay, I've gained weight. I want to lose weight. I don't want to, I didn't want to lose weight for my health. Just being honest, I don't really care about my health. I should absolutely care about your health, but it's just something that I've never cared about my whole life. Um, I didn't want to lose it for my health and I didn't really want to lose it even to look better because if you look better, you feel better. None of that. I simply only wanted to lose weight to be more castable. And so I was looking at losing weight as a personal goal because it is, you know, it has to do with me as a person and my human. But the reason my drive, my motivation was entirely professional. Um, 
And if that's what gets you up and gets you to do it, sure, but that's not having the balance and the separation that you know we're searching for. An example of how I um, made the mark or am working to make the mark is growing in my relationship with God. Um, that's another thing I've tried to be very specific about, um, specifically this year, taking more time to read the Bible, praying more. Um, I remember like I used to always pray before I ate. It didn't matter what I ate. It could be a bag of chips or it could be a full course meal. And one day I just stopped doing that. I've been trying to get back into it before I eat, you know, sending that same prayer up. Things like that, you know, the baby steps and, you know, of course, growing, but getting deeper. Yeah. And that's, and that's a place where I identified a specific personal goal that didn't bleed. And I, you know, it genuinely didn't. Um, but I'm working on that because I, I know the importance of striking that balance. Um, and I know the importance of, like I said, having that foundation before life gets too fast. Because once, once you enter the world purview and once you're a celebrity or a public figure, um, when it comes to entertainment, it, everything's moving at too many miles per minute. And you can easily start to lose weight in a lot of those separations. That's a fact. Not that I know, but. <laughs> I can just imagine something you said earlier about um, the fact that uh, your in your profession, um, a lot of the connections are made in the room. Mm -hmm. I was kind of thinking, I want to be, I want to make the room. Mm -hmm. Like I'm nah, because that's their room. If I shake them, I know, but still, that's still a that's still a valid question. How about I shake the room? You you nah, because that's still their room. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying. I'm not doing nothing but leaving them. <gasps> Yeah, you know I mean, like, I gotta walk out. Like, well, my my question, I can help people. A question for that is, do you feel like, and not even in a way of being boisterous, but in a way of, like you said, leaving that, leaving a, a, a you know, memory, a mark, making a mark. Do you feel that you have to shake the room before you can make the room? Because I wish you could just make the room, but I think it's almost nearly impossible to do it without like shaking the room. Somebody. Well, yeah. Of course, you got to be somebody, but and I think you also have to, in being somebody, establish yeah. that you are a like presence a in the perfect room. example is Cole with Dreamville. Like he couldn't when he dropped Friday Night Lights, he couldn't he couldn't have. I mean, he could have, but then it's like, well, no, he couldn't have because he didn't know Jid. He didn't know that, Brass, well, he didn't exactly. know and even exactly even so. in that like. It, he wasn't enough of a machine to have a whole roster. Exactly. Right? So he got some some platinum albums under his belt, and then he and then he established his record label. But then he also had to double back and be active on his own label, so mm -hmm. you know other people. Because to be honest, the masses like if you're a J Cole fan, you're not gonna listen to Jid, Bass, uh, Kaz, Omen. Uh, well, I mean, yeah, I don't know about everybody else. I, I, you would. I'm just saying yeah, I, the masses. Yeah, on, in the general. But if you see Cole featuring these people, you're gonna like down bad. You're yeah. listening to that sacrifices. You're listening like you're listening to the Dreamville album, which won a Grammy, by the way, finally. But um, so that's a perfect example for you have to be somebody before you can put somebody else. And even another list. example of that is there's. I don't. I think. I think Mirrorland might be the first one. I could be mistaken. No. Earth Gang had a few like either the rags or the or the robots, one of those two. But 
there's very seldom Dreamville projects that are another Dreamville artist that don't have a co-feature. Exactly. Exactly. Well, I mean, he is amazing. So there's yeah. that. And <laughs> I definitely understand what you guys are saying. Um, and I agree with you. You do have to to shape the room in order to create a room. Because, of course, like nobody's going to follow the poor man because he's poor. Uh, you know what I'm saying? You got to have something going on. And I'm not denying that. But I will say this. Um, to make that mark, you don't always have to enter that room. Take Chance. Take, uh, well, he's not as big as Chance at the moment. But NLE Chopper. NLE Chopper, I, I like him because he's from Memphis. I got a strange attachment to Memphis because I'm with No, no, NLE Chopper? You wilder. You don't know Camelot? Posted on Camelot with a hundred something shots of oh, you. tripping. Hold on, hold on. What's the first? How the first? Uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I might just, damn. I might just, oh, the perks mm-hmm. killing me slowly. Hey, hey man. Oh, yeah, I know that song. Yeah, yeah that's that's right. Right. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's Shadow. But um, he he's an independent young artist out of out of Memphis. Yeah. And um, you know, he also is a critic. He definitely just need uh he's great though. But <laughs> neighborhood. You feel me? <laughs> you know, it's all the same. Um, yeah. it's, not, yeah. it's not, it's not, it's not. You are a either one of those set. I'm sorry. Um yeah. <laughs> but yeah, there's a way, like, I know personally, because I know so many people who will end up eventually being signed, I won't necessarily have to sign myself because I can have music with them. You see what I'm saying? Not saying that I'm using them for, like, that monetary gain. They're my friends. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can, they can sign. I don't care. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm not trying to sign anybody right now because I can't do anything for anybody right now. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, Working with them isn't going to do anything for me, but, you know, give their audience, like, give the audience that they have, you know, I get to speak to their ears for a quick second. You know what I mean? And that's always going to be something that I want to do because I'm doing it now. And I'm doing it on an even larger scale than I used to do because it was just, like, my close friends. Now, there's people hitting me up that just know I do music and it's like, yo, I need help. Can you help me? Yes, I can. Come through. You know what I mean? But yeah, I've always like, I've always, I've always like thought this way. There's always the first person to do it. You know, there's always yeah. the first person to do something. You know what I mean? And the fact that the world has literally just flipped on its head and changed for the rest of our lives. You know what I mean? The way that we knew from our birth to 2020 will never be the same. Like will never exist again. Because from what I'm hearing, we're experiencing the new normal. You know what I mean? Like, this is going to become the normal. Whack is I don't know what. Because what's after that? But we're not going to talk about that. You know what I'm saying? Jesus is coming soon. Pick the Bible's up. The <laughs> <laughs> man said we're not going to talk about it. We just gave it Jesus. That's <laughs> it. Slid off. <laughs> yeah, that's it. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's all you need to know. Everybody else read the rest of the book. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Maybe we had the last chapter. Maybe they did. <laughs> <laughs> um, the uh, do, do we have any comments that we need to tap in with? Because I'm seeing them coming in. I don't know. None, none, they no. were like questions. Yeah, mainly if there's any like questions, if it's just shout outs and love. Keep yeah. it 
right. Um, this this next question uh, is kind of it kind of uh, actually harkens to a bit of what my mom had said earlier to you, Andrew. And is do you believe in the law of attraction, affirmations, et cetera, et cetera? And if you do, how do you personally implement those things into your life? I believe so that law, there is a law of attraction, um, but the way it was presented to me, I didn't like it because I watched the video, right? And the video is this, this is lady, you know, speaking in the background, some mystical music playing, like trinkles and like water droplets and all that going on. And, you know, she's explaining a lot of the stuff. And I find myself like, I'll, uh, I always keep this Bible verse in my head whenever I like go through things in this, um, like test everything to, as truth. And, you know, because truth will always ring true, obviously. And, you know, the other stuff will just fall through the cracks. Um, I don't remember verbatim, and I definitely don't remember an address. But it's I know, in there. Yeah, yeah, I know it's in there. Google it. Because I read it. Exactly. Um, just look up, I guess, <laughs> test all things. Because it has to do with your faith. And I remember there was a time where I was doing research, and my mom was like, you going to open yourself up to some things. I'm like, bro, I'm reading the Bible. Like, what do you mean? <laughs> and, uh, yeah, and I was like, and then I saw that verse and I was like, all right, so you just telling me she she just worried because she's a woman. And uh, so it's okay. Uh, yeah, basically. <laughs> um, Basically, dang it, I said to test all things to say something else. What was I talking about before? Um, the law of attraction. Okay, so yes, as I when I, I always think through that lens, and as I was hearing what she was explaining, half of it was like, okay, yeah, I think I've seen that in the Bible before, and then half of it was just like, what are you talking about? This sounds like witchcraft. Like mm-hmm. it, it gets it's like it's, there's like fine, fine like it, it definitely that. like goes over in and over that fine line, and it's like I definitely believe that there is a law of attraction because there's definitely those things that like we could just feel like you know what i mean like it's just it's, it's really weird like we're you know it gets a lot deeper you know we live in a multi-dimensional space things are happening in the space that we're in that we can't readily see you know what i'm saying like our phones are sending and receiving waves the entire time we sit here and you know what i'm saying we can't see them but they're in the atmosphere somehow some way they move and um of course there's something that can pull two people together like some sort of something Definitely. <laughs> nah, I'm <DM>. so sorry. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. Yeah. I ain't gonna lie. DMs, um, dude, what's the opposite of uh, attraction? Repulsion? Yeah, that's mine. The law of repulsion. That's my what my Will you go with DM? Yeah, they be same, same end of the magnet together. Bro. That's what it be. They be like, Son, when I was a kid, I was determined to make two of the same poles on a magnet. I, I used to spend hours and hours. Y'all are, oh man, I just knew I was the top. I knew. I just knew. Yeah, I believe in it, but I feel like the way it's presented today is just like a lot of things. It's kind of like it's, it's been, you know taken from its original whatever it was and just messed with throughout the ages you know of course and we believe that there's there was a beginning you know what i'm saying and there will be an end so like 
things have their origins and they have their accurate origins. You know what I'm saying? I feel the same way about like zodiac signs. Like I definitely the the stars are obviously telling me something, and they serve a purpose. Yeah, but. <laughs> nah, facts. Shout out Harriet. <laughs> um, but the way that people follow it today is almost like a religion, and it's like people make deci- life decisions. Grand on rising, bro. What? What's Mercury? Yo, what does that even mean? It's retrograde? No, no. What does that even mean? I don't what is that? What does that mean? Grand rising. Somebody just it has to do with like. Bro, this girl said that to me well, that I was a day, and I was like, I don't, what is I'm that? bad at astrology. <laughs> yeah, and she was just like, oh, you've never heard that before? I was like, bro, is that like, is that another, like, nah. <laughs> and I like, thought she put, uh, put a curse on me. <laughs> I was like, what is that? What are you talking about? Like, <laughs> yeah, bro, like, what? Somebody just wish you a the way she explained it was Rise the word morning has morning in it. So like But it's not spelled the same. Exactly. <laughs> so that's why I was like, I understand it, but I'm still gonna say good morning because I'm it's morning. morning though. Anyway, exactly. Um and if you but it morning, is morning morning to be a good morning. Yeah, like no, morning it is morning. Like exactly. morning is a thing at, at, at you know, aside from the action. The time of day is exactly so good. good. Time of day, you feel me? So like, I'm still gonna say good morning, right? Like, I don't even wish people good anything. <laughs> I only text the girl good morning if I'm trying to increase my chances. It's fine. It don't work, but I just become the good morning guy, and then I stop doing it because it wasn't genuine. Yeah. But um, I do it, and then I stop, and then if they do it back, then I don't know. Okay, I can wait for reciprocation. <laughs> yeah, most definitely. <laughs> and it works though. Like it works. For the, the for the ones that like you. I was about to say they already wanted you. Yeah, you gotta find that. You definitely gotta find the ones that like you. But um the law of attraction, I don't know now. Well yeah, just a, a quick, I guess like Ask Jeeves of it is just whatever you put out into the world is what you'll get. You see, so, I seen a tweet the other day that put was out like what you want we, to attract. Or y'all replace prayer with manifestations or something like that. Yeah, I know the tweet you're referring and to. And people replace like, what God do you in the universe. What are you manifesting? Like, what? What, what you mean? Like, what? That, like, he's literally asking, like, what, what is it that you're trying to manifest? Oh. Yeah. I mean, is that is that kind of like anything? The law of yeah, yeah. A lot of a lot of yeah. basically is um, manifesting actually, is another word that's used. Affirmations are used. You know what I mean? All of that. Yeah. I feel like it's about whatever you want to have in your life. You make put that out into the. You know, well, see, I don't do good expecting good. You feel me? Yeah, and that's the like, thing. That's the thing. I'm just trying to be like Jesus. Yeah, that's the thing. But even even beyond character, a lot of it has to do with like goals. Yeah. Like if you want to, if you want to get money, like live, like put out into the world. Like instead of saying I want to be rich, say I am rich. Stuff like that. Oh, like speak into existence. Yeah, yeah, speak, I, yeah exactly. All of that same type of vibe, but yeah, really. Yeah. If it's gonna be a wake up, this is gonna be a yes. Okay, so to that point, I am sometimes because, and then other times I get this mindset where it's like whatever it's gonna be is gonna be. Thing things are gonna happen 
But when you put out the positive and when you begin to speak those things about, so speak those things that are not, it's, it's like faith. Speak yes. those things that are not as though they are. You know, you might see things that are not, you know, coming around because of COVID-19. Begin to speak the things in the atmosphere that you want to see happen, the things that you want to happen, the things that you want to move forward, the things that you want to uh, get rid of. Begin to speak those things. I am debt free. You know, the things that I might have a hundred million dollars tonight speaking. In 30 minutes. Well, you know, come on. <laughs> so to God, God, I just switch my words. That makes sense. Well, we it, it, it's, it's no need of worrying. Not worrying, you can't. giving your energy to. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, you so, control what you can control. Basically. Yeah. Only and that, honestly, I remember thinking about that saying so much, and I was just like, really, all that's telling you is just to mind your business because and the IT people definitely don't like like you because re- it really it has no <laughs> other. No other way of like explaining yourself because what can you really control besides your actions? Unless like that's not a machine, you know what I'm saying? That doesn't require somebody to be using. I mean, there's things you can control that are not your actions, but it's rarely healthy. Oh yeah, most definitely. If I get yeah, 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 but you have yeah. Yeah, you have issues. That's the right, issue. Yeah, no, you have resources. <laughs> yeah, resources, and you have a system in place in which whoever is being manipulated and controlled, they are definitely a victim, no yeah, matter absolutely. what way. Yes, but yeah, most definitely. That's what I. But I, I give. Yeah, I get what you're saying. But in the most innate, like if you're a good person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the. That's it. Just it's you know, a, just yes, control I, yourself. That's it. That's all I was saying. Did you know that when people are saying hold your horses, they're telling you to be stable? <laughs> that <makes sense. laughs> that's, that's it took I me a minute. I'm telling you. I, I, it took me a minute. That makes sense. I've definitely thought of it because it takes a lot. Of I like that. Yeah. Yeah, horses not moving. But that's. But it does. Even if that's not true, it's a great point. So, wow. Maybe not. What was the question? Uh, no, law of attraction, right? So yeah, yeah, yeah. I definitely. Um, this is a difficult one for me because I do. Yes, I do believe that. You know, the law of attraction is real. I do believe that. You know, the things you you know, affirmations and um, all of that stuff. I believe in all those things have power. You know, the Bible says life and death. The power of life and death is in the tongue. So you know that's what I mean. Proverbs. You know what that's that. You're saying. Um, so I definitely believe in those things, but I think that those things cannot be pimped. Mm. And I think a lot that's of. Amazing. I'm gonna use an example that if you're young, you know about. B. Simone. B. <laughs> Simone was like, "I'm gonna manifest that I will be a millionaire. I'm gonna make a million dollars." She affirmed it and manifested, yada, yada, yada. And the way she did it was by making a book, a manifestation book. And that's what, like, the, the selling of that book is what got her that threshold and she made a million dollars from that book that she was, one, very terrible, low quality, like falling apart physically, and two, was filled with plagiarisms. Um, literally plagiarism. It was just stealing of other people's posts they didn't change the font, the order of things. 
they just took other people's stuff and put it in some paperback and said, look, this is how you manifest the life you want. No one in the book. It really looked like one of them journals you get for your daughter that's in middle school. <laughs> that's like filled with like little fun daily activities to make her be a better person, I guess. I don't know. Like that's just what it was. It was dookie. And the point that I'm making about that, right, is like, I feel like that's an example of like the pimping of it, you know what I mean? But I think another example of the pimping of it is doing it without like your full heart. And I say that because I believe when I was like really, really, really little kid, right? I was so positive until like long time ago. Yeah, days. like a very long time ago. I was like so positive and oh wonderful and splendiferous. And then like all of that went out the window, right? Um <laughs> but like I recognized, right, that, you know, the saying, bad things happen to good people. Um, and not that bad things happening made me a bad person. I chose that path. But, you know what I mean? I mean long enough to see it. It did not take long of life for me to see the villainy. Um, but nah, but I recognize that, you know what I mean? And I recognize that being a great person doesn't guarantee you, quote unquote, a great life. Um, and I, so now, now getting older and, you know, and recognize having that knowledge and something that's always in the tuck. Of course, when I, you know, seeing these crazies, you know, personally about the law of attraction, I'm seeing people talk about affirmations, manifestation, yada, yada, yada. I think that like truly, either has to be like from knee high to a grasshopper, things that are fed into you and ingrained into you, or it truly has to be where your soul lies. And I say that because I've tried like wholeheartedly with everything in me, not only speaking it into existence, but really trying to live its existence. You know, an example is this internship that I applied for towards the end of my senior year um, you know, of college, not internship, excuse me, this apprenticeship with this theater company. And once I applied, I literally said, I never said if, I always said when I get this apprenticeship. I said when, you know, I'm with them, yada, yada, yada. When people asked me what I was doing, I was like, well, I'm going to be well, I'm with this apprenticeship. Like I really, and it's not even that I just said it. I believed it. I believed that they would look at my cover letter, my resume, my credentials, and be like, this is someone that we need in the camp. And they didn't. They didn't need me at all. Um, and not to say that failing means that those things don't work, but for me, I just feel like I'm not that type of person. I was just taking, I was trying something new. I was trying it on. And I feel like- Did that turn you off to it? it? It's not necessarily that it turned me off to it. I think I realized that I just need to become that type of person as genuinely, on yeah. an internal and spiritual way, you know, across the board. And then when I do those practices in life, it'll yield the fruit that I'm looking for. I think me not being that type of person, but trying on someone else's jacket, you know, it's like, oh, I try, you know, my big brother wore this jacket and everybody gave him compliments. I wore it and then nobody paid attention. It's not your jacket. And I think that that's an innocent version of the perversion of those things. You know what I mean? And so, yeah, you know, it don't got to be on, really though, it don't got to be on you. It got to be in you. You know what I mean? And that's, so, that's what I truly believe about, you know, all of that. That reminds me of um, the devil. It's like a, it basically just says if you 
pray for something that's taking out these doctors to get it out. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of people don't necessarily pray, but they do hope for things. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And like hope is just as is is really if you if you think about it, about that, you know what I'm saying? Hope not hope for something. Sorry. I can't believe the verse. I know faith without works is dead. No, it's something like faith. Hope hope deferred makes some more sense. Something something with faith and hope. See things not seen, I don't know. Faith is the substance of things not seen. Yeah. Faith, 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 faith is a, now faith is the substance of the things not seen, the evidence. Why can I get it out? That, was she saying yeah. that, that? Yeah, Hebrews that's 11 and 1. Look, look up the lyrics. Hebrews 11 and 1, look it up. <laughs> so now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, hope is, um like, if you think about it, hope is, you need an extreme amount of hope when you're talking to Jesus and his followers. Because if you don't have it, the whole reason you're talking to it is because you have hope. Honestly, that's why you I'm trying to be hopeless and look to God for hope. Oh yeah, most definitely. Most definitely. A lot of people. That's that's a lot of people. That's the first time they look to him. Oh yeah, facts. Once they yeah, once they get rock bottom, you know what I mean. It's a change that you know. Like yeah, that, that that that's a lot of um, realities for some people. But um, yeah, uh, that's the best place to live. Yeah, but a lot of people don't get the message early on in life, and if they do, they get it in a way that they don't like, so they reject it as they get older. But um, yeah, that's a whole different conversation. Liddy, um, ah, uh, so. Okay, yeah. Um, what are some setbacks that you faced when it comes to achieving your goals, and how did you bounce back? And if you're currently going through them, then how are you planning to bounce back? How are you bouncing back? Um, you can, doesn't have to. You can just give like one story, like the most significant or whatever. I remember I had to get a job to move my studio where I was, where it was. My setup moved from upstairs to the basement. I remember my dad told me, if I get a job, I can do it. I was like, all right, cool. So I was just like, I'm just gonna go find any job, just so I can do it. When we found it, got a job at McDonald's. <clears throat> so, got a job at McDonald's. Um, you know, got hired and started working. And because I didn't clean my room, my mother yelled at me. And then, <laughs> after she yelled at me, he came and was like, because you didn't do what your mother told you to do. You can't move your stuff. And I'm just like, ah, dang it. <laughs> and now I'm stuck with this job. Mm-hmm. And um, I worked there for a while. And uh, I'm not going to lie to you, that's the first time I really ever truly felt hate in my heart was when I was walking into that building. Mm. Like, there was, like, it was... The, you, if you saw me while I was working, I know I looked miserable. Like I know I looked miserable. So I, thankfully, I only saw like four people tops. I saw a few. I saw Kedar, uh, Kyle, and Shanti one day. <laughs> it was it was around the time you was. Like, <laughs> I remember you told me when I came to pick you up. I was so mad. I was like, "Bruh, they didn't come see you." Like I told them to. Go check on him. Your friend is in a boot right now. He has surgery. 
that I code. This uh, one of my friends from high school came that I need code.
you got to put hours in in order to be good at it. And I put in five years plus, and I'm not about to stop no more. So I guess my uh, my only setback is actually kind of self-inflicted. Like I, I um, I'm trying to tell a story without telling a story. Um, <laughs> you know how you do something like you think is harmless, mm -hmm. and then hindsight twenty twenty, you're like, why the heck did you do that? Yeah, kind of the same situation. So um, yeah, that happened back in twenty seventeen. And so now I'm just in this place where, I, like I said earlier, I'm just playing the waiting game right. mm -hmm. to see, um, you know, I'm waiting for a certain date. And then after that date, it's like, okay, now what can I do, mm -hmm. basically? So that's really the only setback that I have faced, and it was really self-inflicted. And I kick myself every day, like, bro, you are so stupid. Because there's no telling like what I could be doing right now, yeah. like where I could be if it wasn't. But you know, they say everything happens for a reason. God only has a plan. So that's why I said earlier, Auntie, like whatever is gonna be, is gonna be, and I can do, I control what I can control. Right. Because at this point, it's like I can't, like you can't. I, I can't that, but like I literally can't do anything until that day. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um. I've had a lot of setbacks. I done had so many setbacks that I didn't even think of a specific story for this question, and I made the question. <laughs> um, I kind of just gave one with the apprenticeship, but I don't really look at that as a setback. That was more like something I wanted. I didn't get it. I kept it moving. Um, I think probably one of my biggest setbacks was around Oh man, I don't remember what year it was. It was either 2016 or 17 or 15, one of them. Um, but I um, was gonna quit music. And um, I just was so, I felt, the, and I'll just be honest, the main reason why I was gonna quit was because um, I didn't know a certain thing that I know now. And what I know now is that um, they're not gonna love you till you're on. Yep. specifically referring to people that know you. Mm -hmm. And the reason why I was so discouraged at the time, or one of the lead reasons was because I felt like if no one support me, at least the people that know me should. And not even, I don't want to say should, but I, yeah, would. And I had a lot of these types of people, people who would come up to me and be like, bro, when are you going to drop some new music? And it started to get like really like irritating when people would like people would just do it, but they're not in tune, they're not supporting me. So they don't know like what I'm actually doing. They're not actually listening. And it was just this time where I had a flurry of people ask me that or tell me they're looking forward to my next project or whatever after I had just dropped the project. And I was like, I'm done. Um I legitimately was like ready to just be nothing. Like I was ready to be a bum for all of life. Like it wasn't even like I was like, okay, I'll just focus on my acting and my writing. Cause at the time I wasn't even really having my mind focused on those parts of my passion either. Um, those things kind of reawoken or was real reawakened during my collegiate time. I was just like, I was just like, whatever. I'll probably just get a job and just climb up a company or something, or just be a bum, or be homeless. Like I was really for whatever, I was with whatever. 
And because I just was so (laughs) I was so distraught and I was so I felt so hopeless and helpless. I felt like for these people to tell me they know I'm going to make it for these people to tell me how talented I am, these people to feel like, you know, it's only a matter of time. But these same people be hypocritical in their support. Um, it just felt like if no, if these people ain't gonna rock with me, I'm talking friends, like not just acquaintances or people that people who are gen- I had genuine friendship with. I was just like, if y'all not gonna rock with me, then no one is. So I'm done. Um, and then at some point, I got out of that, and now I'm at a place where I don't think I'd ever stop creating or ever stop trying. I don't think I'd be able to live with myself if I was breathing and not lending my heart to art. I mean, I just genuinely, I can't do or be anything else. I'm an artist. And, um, yeah, it's just not even an option. So how I bounce back, God and me, I guess, I don't know. Like, I just, it just happened. And once it did, it, it was kind of a level of, no matter if the seeds that I plant bear fruit, I'm going to keep farming. That's deep. That's crazy. Keep farming. Yeah, I mean, we need to get shirts that say "Keep farming." That's merch. <laughs> they don't think what has something to do with my girl. Nah, I guarantee. You. I'm saying that's not what we talk. I know, but when we wear it out, kids are gonna be like, "You Minecraft?" I'm like, "Bro, we talking about?" They like, "That you know what farming is?" I'm like, "Bro." That's when you like to do stuff in Minecraft. That's all I know. I just know that they call it farming. Oh, that's it. All right. So I guess there's going to be a part two because we still yeah, have questions. We still have more questions, and we had the questions that for you guys. So uh, I guess I overstopped the agenda. That's um, good. So we uh, – content, content, content. You know what I mean? Catch us in two weeks. We're talking goals part two. Um, prayerfully, we'll have Ashton back in studio with us. Um, you know what I mean? Absolutely get well soon, Ashton. That's the campaign. Um, yeah. Blue, yellow, green, and everything in between, you know what I mean? Um uh, you know. <laughs> so a very non-graceful outro we're having right now. But um we gonna of course give our social media any final thoughts if there are any. I don't really know if this episode is but if you have one, share it. Um, give out that social media for outro, and you will be back here in two weeks on Facebook and YouTube at seven thirty. So let's slide. Um, you can find me on Instagram at underscore cb zero three on Twitter at coach underscore buck zero three. Um, YSO merch. Go cop that. Look in the box. Yeah, we need that. You know, that done. People. I'm assuming the game is on right now, or <laughs> the verses between Rick Ross and uh, Two Chains have started. Yeah. One of the two. I don't know so um, that you can find me at Skip to My Shoe. Same thing. You already know everything. So that's it, I believe. And um, we're gonna see y'all in two weeks. Yeah. Oh, okay. I just thought we was going in the line. 
Um, you can follow me on all social media um, at From Pain to Purpose. Uh, that is on Facebook, our Facebook page, our um, YouTube channel, From Pain to Purpose, comma, Inc. Um, on Instagram, From Pain to Purpose. On Twitter, Pain to Purpose. Pain the number two purpose. I guess the number two or even two T-O. Um, you can follow the podcast, Youth Speak Out podcast. Follow us on Instagram, YSO podcast, and on uh, Twitter at YSO underscore podcast. You can follow me personally, Amber Lyons, on Instagram, on Facebook, Amber Ann Lyons, and um, follow out, connect with us through our website, www.fromPain2Purpose.net, FromPain2Purpose.net. Connect with us. You can send donations through the website, um, connect with us. You can order T-shirts. Um, just connect with us and um, let us know, um, you know, what you'd like to see from us. Please share the broadcast and do a watch party afterwards. We would appreciate the support. Thank y'all. We want to thank our constant weekly, uh, bi-weekly supporters that are always on with us. We really want to let you guys know and all of our new people that are coming through. Continue to I know Yvette I, I gotta get your t-shirt Yvette Clayton She um it has ordered a t-shirt so I have hers when I just gotta connect with her so thank you Yvette Shout out to you Yes And you know where you can find me at on Instagram it's lions underscore Emmanuel underscore you can also follow me at the even saint Facebook Saint Even YouTube Saint Even Twitter at RIP Lions and stream and download all of the music wherever you listen to music. Just search Saint Even. Um, update. Uh, this is random, but I feel like I should be upfront with y'all because I told y'all two weeks ago that I had a job, and so I'm gonna tell y'all now that we no longer work there. Um, <laughs> to God be the glory. You know, nothing bad, but just no longer work there. So you know, if you got a job, I guess take the line. Um and yeah, uh like and uh like the streams on YouTube. Um it helps with like the algorithm and stuff. Share it, subscribe to the YouTube. She said all that, but I'm just echoing the YouTube aspect because I've learned a lot about the YouTube algorithm lately. Um and yeah, thank y'all for tuning in, whether you are a loyal supporter or if this was your first time popping in, we hope you come back again to the YSO podcast, podcast by the youth, for the youth, being a voice of the youth by giving a voice to the youth. And we out. Shoot it. She fell in love with the bad guy, but she loves my intentions. Nothing feels better than the moment we're sinning, no. Nothing feels better than the moment we're kissing. I'll say I'll love her for forever in the morning, forget her.
cute braids than the money Growing up, she couldn't see the poor Save my number and her phone under me or more Look me in my eyes and ask what I need her for So in this game of life, she just might keep a score and darkness is clouding my judgment Marijuana clouds cause the loud is so pungent But me, I haven't touched a drug since that trade of white I live my life before the fight like I'm Dana White The block is hot like that boy band with Nick Lachey Hold my heart in your hands like a Fabergé Precious, he was young, dumb, and reckless Living like the devil couldn't catch us Ugh, life.